This is Date Night Behind the Screens. <laughs> Peel out. And the whole time in the car uh, with your dinky flashlights, Alexis is trying to look through the files so that she has images and ideas that she can broadcast along with uh, the message that you guys are going to broadcast to try and help make sense of things. Um, so she's looking through and trying to process it. and She looks nervous. Um, what are the two of you doing on the 40 or so m- minute drive? Can I have my pocket knife back? Uh, pretty sure that's still on the floor in that room. Pretty sure it's I still on his leg. <laughs> I don't have whatever you got me with back there, pal. Do you have a knife? That I can have? Because you owe me a knife. You stabbed him in the leg? Right. And he didn't bring it back to me. He <laughs> owes me a knife. And we're even, he says. <laughs> and he keeps driving. Does Radio Shack have a knife? <laughs> it's just that look in the rearview mirror of... What? <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no. You said it was night. Mm-hmm. Probably it's after definitely a, night. After a while, I start. I fall asleep. Okay. I try very hard not to. Okay. Uh, make your roller grit check. I okay. guess. Uh, five. Nineteen. Yeah. Wide awake. <laughs> so I'll be also as uh, insomnia. By the I way, can see say. the universe. <laughs> oh, this is so on brand for ten year old me. <laughs> you just watching the lights go by on the. I outside. could never sleep in the car as a kid. No. Yeah. Now that I'm driving, yeah, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> looking at the files that Lexi's looking at. <laughs> Explaining DNA to her through comic book uh, references that yep. she doesn't understand. Nope. Not helpful, Tommy. <laughs> no, no, it's very simple. No, it's not. She's, <laughs> she's flipping through. Um, and eventually you do pull up and you see the dirt road and you feel it under the wheels as he pulls off pretty quick and starts throwing dirt and rocks out behind the truck. Hey, Lexi, do you have a magic marker? Um... Yeah. Can I borrow it? Sure. Okay. She hands you a Sharpie. I would like to draw cat whiskers and big circle glasses on my sister's face. Okay. Roll a uh, flight check to try to not wake her up. Uh, Four. There's a real possibility here. I might spend tokens on this. (laughs) That's a one. Fuck. Here you go. But I get something drawn on her. She just wakes it's up in the dot. process. Now, the the marker that Lexi gave you Damn. is something that she found, in, obviously, in her pile. And it's really dried up. And you start to do it, and it just kind of rubs on her face. And that mixed with the, you know, moving onto the dirt road, all of a sudden I snaps her awake. Drop the pin and go back to, like, <laughs> chilling in the seat. You can roll a brains check if you want to have noticed. That would be a four also, I'll say. I punch him because I rolled a four. Okay. Do you want to roll a fight check? No, just sibling <laughs> punch. Okay. 
Just a roughhouse punch. Ow! Come on, guys. He poked me in the face. You can't prove that. You were asleep. And why did I wake up? I don't know. Weirdo. Dork pie. Why'd you hit me? Come on, Aurora. Come on, dork. Let's get out of the car. Sleeping Beauty. Oh. Girls know that stuff. (laughs) I sure as shit didn't. I always knew Sleeping Beauty. I didn't know Aurora. That was still kind of a stretch, dear. Anyways. Uh, You're there. It's all chained up. Ironically, the only Aurora I know is Storm from the (laughs) X-Men. Tommy would know that. (laughs) Yes. That's why I looked very confused. <laughs> you said so you, you. What were you saying? Yeah. So the place is all locked up, and uh, Lyle reaches into his utility belt. Lyle <gasps> goes into I the trunk <laughs> of the car and pulls out some bolt cutters and goes over to it and snaps the uh, chain, and you watch it slink down to the ground, and he says. Well, I'm breaking. You guys are entering. Wait, and you're not coming with us? opens up the gate. He says, all right, yeah, I'll go for both. Yeah. And he slides the gate open and ushers you guys toward the door. Okay, let's let's go towards the door. All right. You head in across the very short area around, like, between this gate and this concrete shack. Remember, if this guy has a tinfoil hat, you guys owe me $10. And you get uh, to the building... It doesn't look like there's any lights on or anything. Um, Proves nothing. Uh, what do you do? There's no answer. Was the, ch- the lock on the chain, was that on the inside or the outside? That was on the gate. Was the lock on it on the inside or the outside? The outside. Okay. They weren't trying to keep us out. They were trying no. He's not here. Hey, Batman, break it open. All right. Uh, let me go back to the trunk. Goes back to the trunk. Brings back a couple of tools. Are those lockpicks? Wait a minute. Uh, what would that be? Ooh, that's a, that's good. Just real quick. Cool. Can I have Pops one? It open. Rolls them back up into the pouch and puts them in his pocket. Oh, you're no fun. Get inside. I want a lockpick. Flips the light switch on. Oh. The bulb kind of blinks. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. What do I see? Old fluorescent humming. Uh, it's a single room, like, here in it. You can see it's got a lot of radio equipment in it. Some hooked up Whoa. on the walls. You don't know how long it's been since this place has run. Or anything like that. Um, but you... I mean, you obviously see the chair at the little steel, like, hammer tone green desk with the drawers, file drawers yeah. going down one side. And the I faux wood top. I see that in my head already. Yeah, and the chrome band. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and it's got the transceiver uh, sitting on top of it. Again, same sort of lollipop mic that um, uh, Catalano had, um, the A-Static. Great, so you know how to work this thing, right? Um, Do we need to, like, tape yeah, electrodes he, to your head or something? 
I, I don't know about that. I, Do you see foil anywhere? We can I put know it you, on your head. you turn it on with the wire hanger. With this, and she just flips on the, the like the mm-hmm. on dial, and cranks it up a little bit, and you see the tubes in it slowly start Ooh. to glow, and a little bit of dust burning off the top of the tubes. Is it supposed to smell like that? It always does. Oh, okay. Um, she looks around the station at some of the other stuff, and there's a like a transmit receive type toggle. She flips it over. Uh, first, before she even flips it, you can hear a little bit of just static coming through these small um, speakers. Like there's bigger ones in the room, but it doesn't look like they're on or hooked up. But there's some sort of speakers that are running off the side of this thing. As well, it's on, and she scans on to like another frequency. She looks down at the ham card and finds like the frequency that matches that. She goes, <laughs> Yeah, there's a little code T sitting over there. Yeah. Um, well, it's on. So, do you want to start talking, or do you have to, like, think through the radio, or... How about... How about one of you talks, and... And I'll think onto your words... And you, she points back at Lyle. She says, you think about what you know. And when I get stuck, I'll carry your thoughts onto their words. Well, you're just going to sound like a little kid. So I guess that means I have to do it, but I don't. You've read the files. Just read the files. (laughs) You've heard what's happened. But I'm dumb. You no, you're still not, know Jess. how to make words with your mouth. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'll be the lookout. <laughs> Tommy goes back to the door and watches down the road. Jess, if you're worried about getting stuck on what to say, but you don't want Tommy's voice, well... Can't you talk? You know how to use to these Tommy. things. I, I don't know if I could figure out what to say and what to think and how to listen to Lyle okay, all at Tommy, the same time. Okay, Tommy, you talk and I'll repeat. No, just, just cowboy up and do it. <laughs> okay, she hello. Flips it over. You say, okay, hello, and then she flips it over to transmit. Okay, um, hello. Uh, so there's this game company that is actually not a game company and they are changing DNA in animals, kind of like the sheep, but not the sheep. And they're doing bad stuff. No, no. You hear Lyle. <clears throat> Tommy. <laughs> I kind of pull this out of the bag for you fuckers again. Tommy gets the file, lays it down There's in front of man him. here. <laughs> Who's making the kids do all this? Tommy gets gets the file, <laughs> lays it down in front of him, and proceeds to read it verbatim. 
the whole the whole as thing. much as he's gonna get out. Yeah. Jessica, go watch the door. Do and Jessica useful. repeats everything that he's saying. No, I think this is fine. I think like this is huge, this file. Yeah. I think the three of you liked rotating, reading it, Lyle, Tommy, and like Jessica. Awful high school renditions of Romeo and Juliet. Like uh, like a galley reading where you read yeah. like the date stop or period, right? And you read through the eighteen hyphen seven, just getting the whole thing out. Yeah. And then repeating it if you happen to make it all the way through the file. <gasps> Again, that this message is is what we're gonna do. It's yeah. Like you start at the first file and you guys take those. But my that name means... is Tommy Stevenson. <laughs> I'm from <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Willowbrook, and we stole this from and a Lyle junkyard. Tell me, <laughs> I am not missing. <laughs> okay, I have been given an important task to read you the following. I this was going to be anonymous. <laughs> wait, wait, was it supposed to be really? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Scratch that crap, then. <laughs> no, no Tommy's the smart one. He's doing just as good as I did. <laughs> Tommy's the smart Tommy, one. Damn roll, it! Roll a brains check. Fuck. <laughs> To remember something. Five. Mike's an idiot. Tommy's pretty smart. <laughs> God. Two. Use your tokens. Is it supposed to be five? This yeah. is Tommy Steven. Comes through before you're like, oh. Wait, shit. Damn. I was supposed just, to say well, I don't know. Did, did you guys decide that it was going to be anonymous? Maybe not. I don't think we decided that. I don't know. We didn't decide it, but we didn't want them to be like, oh, it's you. Batman didn't want his name run across it, but like. We just wanted to drop the file off at the new station. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Tommy Stevenson. I'm from. Wait, we just had this conversation. We're supposed to be doing the name now, right? She's looking at me like I'm an idiot still. I thought we weren't doing names. But you're not listening. (laughs) My name is Tommy Stevenson. What's your name? Tommy friggin' Stevenson. <laughs> Your middle name's a curse word. <laughs> and soon I will rule you all with an iron fist. <laughs> no. I am from Willowbrook, New York. Willowbrook? Willow- yeah, Willowbrook. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Mike's an idiot. And I would like to read you the following. On March 10th, 2000. <laughs> Two thousand. Uh, yes. So as you start going through this file from the future, <laughs> the future of this past, I need. I wish I was drinking. This would at least be, you know, this like, is long. Excusable. Yeah. So like, going through these files is going to require if Lexi's going to keep trying to carry. Like she might not start with it to let some people get on and listening and stuff, um, but to let people uh, try to. hear feel something along with the message when they're listening is going to require a lot of um, energy for her to do that. So I'm going to say this is probably going to be down a ho-ho. The difficulty of and she's never done anything like it. It's going to be really high. So it's going to be like a 14. Okay. Um, Yeah, she's going to definitely eat some stuff like you suggest so uh i could maybe shave one off of that for the extra sugar energy Mm -hmm. of dunkaroos the only snack that you should eat when you are uh, blowing the whistle on a government conspiracy on an all-night 
abandoned ham radio station near Buffalo. Dunkaroos. Uh, I have to roll at least two fours. So it's going to be I a, did it. a 13. You roll the first d4, you roll the second, and if yours explodes, keep rolling. I rolled a two. I rolled a one. Nope. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, well, this is a choice. <clears throat> Are you guys going to push Lexi to try and get this message out? And I'll give her sort of a grit roll to see what kind of uh, toll that that has on her. Or, or maybe yeah, probably a grit roll. Like, you watch, you're doing this for a while. You haven't made it through, you know, the first run yet. And you watch, we'll stick with the the trope, her nose starts bleeding pretty bad. And she She, just... Is she okay? She's sniffing. If I, if you hold my hand or something, can you take some of my strength? Make it any better? I can, I can try. I don't think he's giving us a post-it with that information on it. You don't have any pancakes, do you? Not here. I've got Wait, a granola I'm prepared. Bar. Did you see it? Do you have the prepared? I have the prepared. <laughs> okay. You can spend, I think prepared is you can spend two adversity tokens to happen to have something on you within reason. Pancakes, motherfucker. So explain where your pancakes came from. I've had them in my bag for a couple of days now. <laughs> Old bag. They're a little smushed. Yeah. So you pass over some old pancakes. While while Jessica was using the bathroom a couple of days ago, I grabbed pancakes before you went and got to the tent. And she's like, oh, Tommy. And it's not the stale two-day-old pancakes. It's not even the faint scent of syrup that you tried to put on the pancakes before putting them in your bag. It's the fact that Tommy gave her a pancake in this ham station outside of Buffalo. Uh, That gives her an extra, I'll say, roll another D4 onto what she has there. Two. So that's five. You're up to ten without having to go into the negative. And she, again, is still like wavering after about another hour into the reading while now Lyle is doing some of the reading of the files. Do you think we should push her? I don't want to push her too far. Even if we're just getting to people near Buffalo, then that's better than nothing. And then they can spread the word. Right? If they believe us. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. So let's just stick with this and we can read it again or something. All right. Okay, are you spending these or not spending these? No. Okay, so just five. All right. You have for... If you're not spending those, then the nosebleed isn't super severe or anything. Okay. She goes for a little while and she falls asleep while you guys are reading this stuff. Just keep reading. You know, let her rest or whatever. Okay. Drink some Sarge. You go for about three hours. She wakes up. Oh, I'm, s- I'm sorry. It's okay. 
I need uh, you guys, I guess, to roll grit checks, too. For You guys have been through a lot and tired. Five. That's what you need is five. Ten. Okay. You guys are still up. I'm twice as awake as she is. And Lyle's an, an adult, so he's probably <laughs> still okay to be awake. He's getting tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not too tired from standing over there doing nothing? Been We've reading. been taking turns reading. I thought he was just over there thinking. No, he's been reading oh. and thinking Disregard. some of the time. Yeah, aren't you listening? Apparently not. <laughs> um, is it? Is it working? I don't know. How do we tell? I don't know. Lyle, is it working? He's still reading. He kind of just shrouds and he goes back to reading. Stop broadcasting for a minute. See if we get any replies. It's like it's because ham radio is like Twitter, right? <laughs> what are you talking about, Tommy? What's Twitter? So switch it over to receiving. Um. Yeah. You can. I mean, people talk back and forth on ham radio. So if you do, we hear anybody talking. Let about... it go. There's other signals that are going to come through. Okay. On that frequency. Um. You hear, like, questions, and you have heard, probably, questions throughout the, like, who is this? And are you serious? Yes. And there's sort of, um... Tommy Stevenson. Somebody says, um, I'm recording. Cool. Awesome. Someone call Art Bell. Uh, all right. That would be maybe, would say, happen. We're going to take a ho ho break and rebroadcast this in five minutes. All right. Um, so, roll a. What would that be? Charm. Oh. <laughs> Went off the table. Three. You don't get any response of anybody who says that they're going to call in or anything like that. No. Hey, uh, uh, Lyle. Yeah? Do you still have your phone, right? Yeah, it's in the car. Go get it and call Art Bell. Lexi, you know the phone number, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Great. You call Art Bell. You've called him before, right? <laughs> no, I've never called. I swear to God, if I have to roll for you, Lyle, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. No, I've never called you before. You told me you did. No, I listen. You said you called before. Somebody call our bell! Just call him. I've called, but I've never had the guts to stay on the line long enough to actually Roll talk a grit check! Anything. Okay, fine, I will. That's a three. You can do it! Come on. I'm not good at talking on the phone. Fine. Somebody dial it for me. I'll talk to that and read this stupid thing. <laughs> I'm just fucking running this bitch, aren't I? <laughs> okay. Lyle comes in with the phone, right? Right. He does. Dial the number, Lex. Lex? Oh, Alexa. 
Sorry. I thought we were talking about Lyle. My bad. Too many L oh, names. Oh, no, no. That's the west of the Rockies line. We're east of the Rockies. And then she dials the number. It hurts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dial the number. And you hear it ringing, and it says, Coast to Coast AM, you are on the air. Uh, Great. Uh, um, listen to my little brother. He's reading this on the ham radio. My name okay, is hold Tommy on, Hold on Stevenson. a minute. Turn off your radio, please. Okay. No, this is my brother. No, no shut, shut. Give me, the, give me the phone, woman. Is, Sister. Okay, goodbye. No. No. <laughs> here to hang up. Call again. Call again. <laughs> okay. Don't let her talk. Lexi's Tommy rips the phone away from his sister. <laughs> Jessica, turn on the radio so we can hear what he's saying. No, turn off the radio. <laughs> turn it on really, really quiet. No, turn it off. Coast to Coast AM, you are on the air. My name is Tommy Stevenson. I'm okay, from Willowbrook, Tommy, uh, New York. First, first names only, Tommy. And can you please turn your radio off? Okay, it's off. Mm. Please extinguish your radio. It, it's, it's, it's off. You're going to hear yourself on it, and it's going to make you confused, Tommy. It's go- really off. We don't have I, the radio on. I hear an echo. Right, I push record. I push transmit down on the thing. Okay, so he's not going to hear any of the voices. Okay, my name is Tommy Stevenson. I was thinking their radio, but I, they cut it off. Yeah, it was uh, really quiet. No, no, it was <laughs> off. Art Bell could hear it. <laughs> my name is Tommy Stevenson. I'm from Willowbrook, New First York. Name solely, and as Tommy. you know, the reason I mentioned my last name is because I was recently reported missing. Whoa, wait a minute. I'm not missing. Are you the boy who's missing in Willowbrook? Right. I'm, we're not Can missing. Can you hold the line? We have a break coming up. No, I have important information to get out. Well, you this nobody is... will hear it because we are going to break, so I'm going to need you to hold there on the line. I would very much like to talk to you, Tommy. I hate you, Art. <laughs> well, I, I, people have but said But I'll worse. hold. If it's good radio, I'll take the abuse. And you hear the bumper music start up. Macaroni says... Um, you still there? Yeah. Um, we are off the air at the moment. Uh, those hard breaks in the middle are inflexible. All right. So here's what I got. Well, save it. Save it for when we're on the air. But are you really a missing boy? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Do I'm not Your parents missing. know where you are. Not at the moment, but they will when this goes out. Okay. Uh, make sure you stay on the line there. Yeah. Do you have a line that you know will be secure. Yeah. It sounds like you are on one of those newfangled um, cellular telephones. I mean, I, Lyle, what is this? It's a it's a bag phone. Motorola. Okay. That's secure, right? It usually works. Can it plug into the wall or something? Is this 120? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, probably supposed to still be plugged into the car. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> um... Oh, it, when you hear the uh, when you hear the music, you will be back on the air. Okay. Okay. All right. Have you called Coast to Coast before? No. <laughs> Jess, okay. Jess, is there a phone in here? I'll look. Uh, there'd probably be a phone in here. Whether or not it would still be connected and you know paid up might Try be it. a little different. I pick it up. Yeah, you hear a dial tone. Okay, look. Tell Art that we'll call him right back. Art, we'll call you line, right back. Hold on, phone. hold on. The lines get pretty busy. Let me give you the off the, uh, okay. the number okay. that I give yeah, off yeah, yeah, the yeah, air. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I got paper. All right. Me so too. He gives you the 
number. Damn it. <laughs> um, I wrote number. <laughs> uh, go I ahead and scribble. call me on the other phone before you disconnect this one. All right. Uh, hold on a, a second, listeners. I, hold on a second. Uh, and it, you hear it stop ringing, and he picks it up, and you hear a click on uh, the other line like it goes on hold. Tommy, are you there? Hey, Art. Yeah, yeah uh, Tommy. We got Tommy on a better line now during the break. So, uh, Tommy, you are—you said you were a missing child from Willowbrook, New York, one of the three uh, missing recently reported? Yeah, but listen— we got something that's actually even more important than that. Well, um, we need to make sure that, that you're safe and I'm everything safe. like that. Okay. I'm just going to start reading. If he keeps trying to talk over me, I'm okay. just going to keep reading. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't read on the radio, Tommy. Tell me what's going on. Keep reading. I'm going ha- to have to put you on hold, Tommy, if you keep reading on Art. the radio. We don't read on the show. It's bad entertainment. Art, we have information that needs to get out. Your show is the best chance we have. Um, we're also broadcasting mm. this over ham radio on frequency, blah, 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 blah. Um, are you a licensed ham operator, Tommy? Yes. Okay. What's your... Don't give me your call number on the air, actually. Give it to me in the next break. Sure. Listen, um, do, are, do you have a fax machine nearby? He already said it's bolted onto the, the desk. Do you have a fax machine nearby? Jess, we got a fax machine! Um, a look. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's a phone. It's yeah, built sure. Into the fax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, got, we got one. <laughs> um, why don't you fax me the files that you're talking about then? That'll right. take forever. I mean, uh, uh, but while you know, while I have you, and and before you go to fax those here. to me, so Batman, I'll, start faxing. Um, I, I can't fax because you're on the phone line. It uses the the phone line mother fricker <laughs> when we get off the line here you can fax those to me and i can look them over and i, I could fine look uh, read okay. the interesting parts uh, next uh, okay episode. Art, here's here's i'll On give dreamland you the, this weekend i'll give you the summary here and then we'll go into the actual meat of it yes please mm-hmm. all right so there's this company simultech 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 what an interesting name all right they, Lyle is having conniption fits. They they were doing experiments on, and I just no the two the all right <laughs> GM moment. Okay. Simul Trek Simul- was the video game company that Lyle founded. Yeah, but you find, never gave us a name of the company. Right to find individuals who have had the alien abduction experience, or mostly. Who knew the code to room 257? Okay. So anybody who worked in Plum Island 257 on the experiments, okay. not, not the UFO experience, sorry. Okay? Okay. That's Simultrek. Right. The CIA were the ones running the operation on okay. Plum Island. Okay. Okay. Again, Mike's an idiot. Tommy's very smart. <laughs> well, that's confusing because yeah. it was quick. But both of you did the same thing, which is why I was saying with Lyle, like, no. <laughs> Okay. Then Lionel could have said, no, it's the CIA. So the CIA has been doing experiments, experiments on animals and, and on Plum Island. Oh, that's off the coast of Long Island. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and they What were, does this have to do with you being missing? We're getting there, Art. Hang All on. Right. All right. I'll lay back. You, you tell me the story. All right. So the CIA was doing experiments on animals. And they're turning them into weapons. And they, they, when people were starting to get nervous about this, they started offing them left and right. 
people lost their families, their wives, their daughters, their parents, you know, and, and, and it all got turned into a big conspiracy cover-up. I've got it all right here, and I'm going to be faxing it to you. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look this forward to This is an to... unredacted government document. Oh, really? Yeah. Do, do you have any intel on where you obtained this document from? Yeah, it was in Willowbrook. From one of the scientists at... When we, when we, one of the scientists that escaped from Plum Island brought this information to Willowbrook, we found it, and, and we've been chased ever since. And that's, that's, why, that's why we went missing. It's because we were trying to escape from the people who were trying to get us. Once we get this information out, we can go home. That sounds like it would have been a good plot if you had a GM that could have handled it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I think Maury would have said, like, oh, so you went missing because you found the files and they were trying to keep it covered up and you fled town and uh, you've called in here to release them? Yeah. Yes. Oh. That's the long and short of it, Art. Listen, um, can you stay on the line and answer some questions my callers might have for you? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we are talking with uh, Tommy from Willowbrook, New York. And uh, again, Tommy is uh, telling us about a very interesting story of animal experimentation at Plum Island. He has an unredacted document, which he will be faxing to me. And believe me, I will be looking over and reporting back to you on uh, all of the relevant and interesting parts. But now we are taking callers, so please uh, dial those lines. You remember the uh, East of the Rockies line, the west of the Rockies line, and we have a few of those wild card lines available. Wild card line two, you are on the air. Yeah. Hello? You are on the air. Is this Art? I'm the only one here. Oh, good. Uh, hey, uh, Tommy, are you there? Yeah. Um, Tommy, uh, let, let me ask you, like, how, how did you find these files? Um, they were in a single wide trailer in a room with a bunch of old books. Oh. I was looking for comics. Okay. You were in Willowbrook, right? Yeah. Um, I heard Willowbrook, uh, Art was talking about it the other day. There were UFO sightings there. Did you see the UFO? Good question there, uh, on the wild card line again. What's your name? It's Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, Tommy, did you see, uh, were you a part of that UFO experience? Kevin. Is that Kevin his counselor? No, doesn't sound like Kevin. He doesn't have the putty voice. It's just me saying your name again. Yeah. That was the same <laughs> name I said before. Excellent GM work. <laughs> <laughs> no, people have, it's Kevin's a common name. Um, I'm Kevin from Kansas. Sounds like a real name, Kevin. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I saw it, but that that didn't have anything to do with with me finding the the files. But you did see it. Yeah. Was it a uh uh, uh how is it how is it shaped? I mean, it, it was gone pretty quick, but it I don't. You just, you kept saying shape earlier. Yeah, it was like to describe saucer, it. like two saucers. Kind of too saucery-ish, like two pie plates, sort of. Sounds like the classic um, UFO sighting there. So you've had uh, quite an experience over the past week. You've been a missing child. You found um, 
government documents that have sort of uh, non-redacted ones in an old single-wide trailer, and you've had a UFO experience. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's been a rough week. Let's see if we can take I another caller. Wildcard 2, you are on the air. Um, and you go through this for a while. Yeah. And it's sort of, and I could do it for a long time. I'm sure you Please could. Please don't. I wasn't planning on it, but it's fun. <laughs> I haven't listened to Art Bell in like five years. This is Will, and he's been He's been dead longer than five years. Um, uh, but it seems like people are calling, and Art was always good at like not making too much fun of anybody he was talking to, like letting them talk. Yeah. And sometimes letting them hang themselves with the things that they're saying. And go ahead and roll a charm check. Oh, boy, I'm great at those. Yeah. Four. Four. Oh, my goodness. Four! <laughs> <laughs> Three plus one. That's another four. That's like 16. Yeah, I was going to say before. You know, with the, uh, the <laughs> odds of mathematical improbability, I was going to say it's probably, and, and we'll start this way. At first, he seems like he's playing around with a caller that he doesn't believe, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and most of the people who are calling, who knows? But they're asking kind of dumb questions. But as I'm reading words that a 10-year-old should not know. Yeah. He starts to, like, as you p- start pulling some of the information out of the file, he starts to take you a little bit more seriously and he keeps you on through the rest of the show instead of like for a 15 minute bit and he just keeps talking to you about what you have so during that time do you want to use i want to see if lyle can hook up his bag phone up to the fax machine and use that as the phone line to send the fax i have no idea if that's even possible but i'm 10 i'm not supposed to know if that's possible I don't think he's going to be... I mean, there's probably a lot of cables and stuff, like phone sure. cord around here. Sure, But I doubt it. Okay. Well, <laughs> is there... Okay. Is there a way? Is there... Can I... Can uh, he, during one of the breaks, do you want to disconnect and fax those documents over to me? Yeah. Uh, we've got the bottom of the hour break coming up now. Uh, you've got my private number now, Tommy. Sure. Right? Uh, when we go to the bottom of the hour break, I'm going to disconnect the line with you. Please uh, fax me as many of those documents as you can uh, over the 10-minute or so uh, break. And then uh, please uh, uh, get back on the line with me. Yeah, sure that. thing, Art. All right. Stay tuned um, after the bottom of the hour break, and we will have more with Tommy Stevenson from Willowbrook. All right. Um what do, is there anything you want to narrate? Because you guys do sort of get more narrative control of this powered character as things go along. So is there anything you want to do along those lines? Lexi, can you, like, infuse objects with your psychic powers? Like, put memories into pieces of paper, maybe? Um, I don't, I don't think so. Damn it. I can try. I mean, you're still sending, like, a signal, I guess. I could try to follow along that signal and try to at least, I don't know, see if that can help me make a connection to whoever's on the other side. Sure. All right. I think this is even weirder and 
I like weird. Than before, so I think it's still probably like in that 13 range. Oh, God. Do you want to roll it all? Sure. Four. <laughs> Three. So it's eight. No, no, no. Seven. Sorry, it's seven, because I'm not I'm used to adding the modifier. Sorry. This seven, would get it to 12. Lexi, can you try real, real hard? Yeah. I just need you to go one chip into negative. <laughs> I don't know what that means, Tommy. <laughs> Please don't Stop die. Stop with the comic book references. No, this is a D&D reference. <laughs> and she goes... Uh, she basically walks like over to the fax machine as you're running the pages through it. And... Um, she just holds her hand on it with each one that goes through. You see her get a little more and a little more and a little bit more woozy. Um, she rolled an 11 on her grit check, though, so I think she's going to, like, sit down and pass out again okay. and just kind of bleed out of her nose this time pretty freely and start soaking into her shirt. I have um, tissues! But she doesn't, like, fall over unconscious immediately and crash into the ground. Like Lyle, she, you're the adult in the room. He goes Take over care of her. and like, pulls a handkerchief out and is trying to help her. Um, he's checking her pulse and stuff, too. Like, how, how am I doing on time? Um, you're starting to run out of the... Well, you would know, probably, if Jessica clicks on the radio, like, how far the news is getting in yeah. between here. So you could hear a little bit of it, and you start to hear the news... And the weather and all that stuff wrapping up. I've got my hand hovering over the phone waiting for, like, to hear Art's voice to reintroduce yeah. the show. You hear the music first. First, you, Well, first you hear the um, announcer talk about, all right, from west of the Rockies, called, and he goes through okay, the I'm whole I'm going to pick it back up and dial a number. All right. About the time you do, it's maybe 2.45, 3 in the morning. Well, no, it was just the half-hour break, so it's like 2.35 or okay. something like that. You start to see um, lights outside, Jessica, uh, red and blue lights. Lock the door! The cops are here! Lock the door! I did! Turn the lights out. Okay. Okay. You run and turn the lights out, lock the front door. All right. Lyle, put you... your foot up against it. All right. He goes out into the hall, says... But his car is parked Look, out there. I, I got to... I, we got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. <sighs> Give me your bag phone. He does. Call the number. Again, call back to Art on the bag phone. And you're running? Yeah. Okay. Um, he tries to pick up Lexi and kind of tosses her over his shoulder and all of you are going to rush out to his car? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's do uh This is more scary than flight, I think. Like, you're running straight out. The cop's going to draw his gun and say to freeze, not, you know, not to move. So, you guys, if you're going to run through that, it's going to be a grit check instead. Okay. Do you want to do that? I roll better with that. <sighs> ten! That's a, you need a ten. Natural one. Tommy freezes. Tommy! And he sees the gun pulled out. And he just stops at the door. He's got the phone, like, up where he's dialing, and he can hear, 
Hello. You are on the air. Art, the cops are pulling a gun on me. You can hear the siren, actually. He says, I hear sirens in the background. Yep. They're telling Tommy, me to f- go to the police. You're a, a missing child. Art, how much did you get? Uh, I, I got the files, but uh, they're, you know, I'm uh, just starting to be able to look through them now. How many pages? How many pages? I, I'll did stay on the line the as long as I can, but I'm pretty sure the cops are going to take this yeah, phone away from me. I don't me. even know how much of that you could say with being frozen. Like, you can hear Art, but I don't yeah. think you could get much of that out. He hears the sirens, and you hear him kind of going, hello? Hello? He says, um, there's something wrong with the line. Try back again later, and you hear, like, a click. Um, do you still, did you bring the radio with you, or what? Yeah, I tried you to grab all of our stuff. Probably still hear it as you're going, but what what are you doing when you see Tommy freeze as you're getting ready to get into the Stop, car? Stop, go back, grab him, drag him to the car. All right, roll a straight-up, um... Ron, check. Six. Nat 20. It's <laughs> not not even like... <laughs> it's 21. not even an issue. You, you didn't get far from him when you saw him freeze, and immediately you scooped him up like around the waist mm-hmm. and dragged him into the car with you. He's my brother. I have to protect him. And the police, like... This isn't the CIA that's pulled up here. This is a police car who was mm-hmm. going on. He knows you were broadcasting on the radio. There's missing children, so he's trying to keep you guys safe. So he's not going to shoot at the car. He might have tried to take shots at Lyle, but he jumped into the front quickly. Um, kind of threw Lexi into the passenger seat, and he's taking off. So he's uh, driving down the road now. Can I try Art back? Yeah. Dial in, and he goes, hello, Art Bell, you are on the air. Hey, hey, it's me again. Oh, Tommy, we've got you back on uh, a line again. So the cops the cops came, and uh, they, they were trying to, 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 to take us, but we're not, we're not done just quite yet. Okay. Um, is there anything you want to try to say before? Art, how much, how much have you read? How um, many pages did you get? Well, I've got I've got a number of pages. I've got ten or twelve pages here, and I've got to say they're pretty uh, official looking. I haven't had much time to do more than just start glancing at them there in the break. Look, but, okay, uh, listen, you're the expert here. Mm-hmm. That that we don't really have a lot of credible sources. If you were trying to release a large quantity of information out to the public and you couldn't go through a licensed government source, what would you do? I suppose I'd call the Art Bell Show. Well, that's what I've done. Right. Can I start reading now? Uh, Yeah, we'll just start reading again. All right. um, What's the last sentence you have? You have not been reading on the radio, Tom. Oh, yeah, I've been reading on ham. That's right, I forgot. I'm 10. (laughs) Um, I I have these files. Um, I will fax them uh, over to some of my... Uh, other compatriots who deal with some of these conspiracy theories, I think um, a few of them in particular may be interested in receiving this information as well. Um, I'll, I'll do my best to get it out to them. We do have a guest uh, coming up here near the top of the hour, just for the final hour of the program. But uh, 
So I'm going to take some open lines until then, Tommy, but it's been very interesting talking to you. I hope you'll call me back again on our next open lines next week. I mean, you know, if I'm still alive, yeah, sure, Art. All right, Tommy. Be safe out there. And you hear on the radio like, hmm, well, what do you think of that? Do you think that Tommy is actually the missing Tommy Stevenson from Willowbrook, New York? Uh, What about those files? They sound awful official to be made up in the mind of a small nine-year-old boy. Ten, (laughs) goddammit! Wow. Well, I'm going to look over these files here, and we're going to take our break early, so we've got a nice long run of open lines before our guest shows up. And I guess, like, you know, you kind of hear that part of the show. Lexi, wake up! Lexi, are you okay? Lexi! She's out. Lexi! Lyle, what's going on? Is she okay? I mean, her, her vitals were okay before we got in the car, but I can't really check them now, and you guys are back there behind the glass, so... You put the glass down, I can... We're just going to have to keep moving until... ever in the neck of <laughs> no, my finger. Well, no, there's, there's a little place you could maybe reach through. Come on, you were an EMT. You Roll know a brains check. I'm ten. <laughs> Three. The car's bumpy. It's hard to tell if there's a pulse or the road's just bumpy. Um... But you do, I, I would guess after a little while, you'd probably feel her breath on your arm. I think she's okay, unless it was just blood from her nose. Um, he's driving and trying basically to evade the cops in the back, and eventually he makes some pretty nifty moves and gets away. Oh, shit. Um, I thought you were a video games repairman. GTA. <laughs> and her dad was a plumber, he says. And uh, eventually, you guys get away. Um, You're at some sort of small cottage. You guys maybe don't even pay attention which way you're heading, but you're in some small cottage in upstate New York that he pulls into around dawn. Do you think it actually might be time for us to go to the police now? I mean, like, I know you can't. Lyle, but like the rest of us, we have families. Yeah. We've gotten out a good chunk of information, and I still have the rest. But are they going to come and kill us, too? I don't know. What else can we do? I guess the police will keep us safe now, right? I'm 10. I'm 15. (laughs) You're more adult than I am. At 15, she would probably think the police might protect us. Yeah, maybe. Sure. 33-year-old jaded me does not. Right. I mean, your names are public. That's bad, and that's good, right? Right. It might keep you safe to know that your names are out there and that you've told the story of you know, what happens to whistleblowers. Can you take us to a news station? I can drop you off at the local TV news if that's where you want to go. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, do you want to do that now, or do you want to at least let Lexi get cleaned up? Yeah, we should yeah, probably do that and yeah. eat right. or something. Do you have food here? Yeah. I'm getting tired of granola bars just a little bit. 
Maybe we could take a nap. It's late. It's real, real late. So late, it's early. Yeah. Let's go to the news place tonight. After we wake up, at least. Okay. All right. Into Wayne Manor. (laughs) I got that reference. (laughs) Good. And you guys do head in there, and he's got food in here. It's mostly, like, canned stuff. You get the impression, like, this isn't his house. He hasn't been here in a while, but it's a place that he knows he can show up at. It's his bug-out cottage. And Tommy passes the fuck out. We left off. You guys were being dropped off. Well, actually, you guys were at Batman's house, Wayne Manor, um, to get cleaned up, get some food. And the final plan was to head over to the news station and distribute more information, I guess. So you guys were pretty successful in getting away and getting yourself some time um, and actually putting some information out there. Um, So I'm going to let you guys do a little bit of the narration at this point. Uh, We could interact some of the stuff at Wayne Matter if you want. It's up to you. Um, If not... Like, what is the time there like, and what is the plan uh, once you get to the uh, news station? Well, Tommy would, uh, once he woke up, you figure if they pass that around dawn, it's probably mid-afternoon before they wake up. Tommy would want to go to a news station before the 5 o'clock broadcast and see if he can talk to a producer or something about, you know, all this stuff that he has. And Except he's 10, so he'd want to speak to an anchor. Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> um, no idea if it's going to work that way, but, you know. We'll he's, try. He's trying real hard to get it out there. And then kind of at that point, because I'm guessing Lyle. Mm-hmm. Lyle? Yeah. I'm guessing Lyle doesn't want to be there anymore, so Lyle probably would have dropped them off. Yeah, like, I kind of get the impression, like, if he went, he wouldn't be too keen on, like, going in and trying to be like, yeah, these kids are fine. I'm their uncle or something. Like, I don't think he's probably cool with any of that. Right. Like, I think he'd drop you off and wish you well would be about the Good luck. May you live of that. survive the week. That sounds about right. So at that point, we'd be kind of at the mercy of the whatever adults are in the room. Right. So uh, you want to go ahead and move to that heading to the news station sure sure all right so you guys arrive it's a i mean it's a little place um it's in town this bodes well it's like a well like wdbj7 is a is a a station that covers a large geographical area but they do so out of the size of a chinese food shop yeah um and it's almost in not exactly a strip mall but it's close like there are other businesses like nearby to it but there's all the News vehicles parked out front, a couple of vans with the, you know, big satellite dish on the top, and a couple of just regular cars with the logos on the side. Um, But he he pulls into the kind of the far side away from the curb where the building is and kind of up against the curb at the edge of the parking lot, Uh, not even in really a space. He just kind of lets the car idle there for a little bit. He's got the window behind you guys, or behind him, and toward you guys open. And he just uh, says, well, 
Best of luck. All things go well, I guess. Whether I'd, they do or not, Simultrek is closed. I'd say hope to see you again, but, you know, you kidnapped me, so. That's hope, fair. Hope that, I don't know. Bye. Bye. Thanks for letting us sleep at your house. It's not my house. Confused look. Huh? See you, kids. Can I have those lockpicks? Tommy. Roll a charm check. Difficulty four. That's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Four. Roll it again. <laughs> Two. So seven total. He, they're still folded up in the pouch. He passes them back through the window just over his shoulder and waits for you to snatch them. Take them. You can't practice on her house. No, I wouldn't practice on my own turf. Otherwise, you're paying for all the doorknobs that you break. That's fair. (laughs) All right, let's go in. Hey, Batman, we're cool. All right, kid, yeah. We're even. All right. Um, Lex, you coming? Um... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're a missing kid, too. Yeah. Yeah, we all have to... We have to go back. Um, <laughs> for my uncle, if nothing else. <laughs> I'm just looking at my backpack inventory now. I'm sorry. <laughs> the number of things that I've collected over the <laughs> over the game. Uh, she just kind of says, Bye, Lyle. Um... I get it. And she gets out and slams the door and kind of ties her BDU shirt around her waist. I was like, well, they're never going to let us on the air. You guys know that, right? Maybe you can use your powers. I can spray them with piss. I have slept. (laughs) Three, four, five, six, seven. All right, good. So let's go in and we'll talk to a producer or an anchor or somebody. More likely a receptionist. Well, yeah, but we got to get to one of the others. Hops across the parking lot uh, to the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you go in and there's a receptionist sitting in the front. Sees the three of you come in. Kind of a couple of seats there. Not a giant waiting area or anything. Hi, we're the missing kids from Willowbrook. We need to see a producer about a really cool story. Because, you know, we're the missing kids. From Willowbrook. Um, I'm sure you have an affiliate there. Well, we kind of cover that area, too. So you should know about the missing kids. Yes. Tommy uh, Stevenson, pleased to meet you. I'm Jess. Okay. I'm I'm Sarah. I'm the receptionist here. Yeah. So let me get the story producer up here and um we'll see what we can do okay missing kids from willowbrook yeah i'm sure your producer would be really really interested in the story so don't call the cops just yet <laughs> she was like i mean you might get a promotion out of this or at least a raise I was gonna call the producer 
do I need to call the police? Well, I mean, we're going we to need a ride back home. We are missing children, but like I said before, you're we, still missing? I well, mean, kind we're of. We're just now finding We're from people. Willowbrook. I don't watch the news, she says. Neither do I. Okay, she listens to the news. Anyways, producer. She hits a button on the intercom system, picks up the phone. Yeah, um, you want to come out here? Just come out here. She puts the phone down and, uh, out of the back comes this, uh, woman. She's got, like, a really nice, it's almost a, I don't want to say pantsuit, but it kind of is. She's got a big perm on her hair and really heavy, um, makeup. Um, you and she's like not cigarettes. even like on screen, but she looks like she's wearing something that you would wear on screen, but you've never seen her on the news or anything. So is she a wannabe anchor or is she a producer? She's the producer. She okay. introduces herself. She says, I recognize you kids. You smell like cigarettes. Yeah, we're the missing kids from Willowbrook. Uh-huh. Sorry, Tommy's kind of rude sometimes. Not so missing, are you? Well, we got found by us now here. Hello. So that's that's already a pretty cool story, right? That's pretty good. Do you guys ever handle government documents? Because, mm. like I you mean, know, local we do like local politician scandals and emails. I mean, uh, faxes and stuff like that. <laughs> we more handle like human interest stories and. Stuff like that here at the station, but do you have someone that we can talk to about government documents? Because I have a lot of them. Yeah, that's kind of why we were missing. Trust me, it's a story. It's a big story. All right, uh, whoever's got the better charm, that's gonna roll be you. charm at advantage. Charm is literally Six. my worst stat. Eight, <laughs> D eight, Matt eight, one, and then the other one is a seven. So, 16. No, at advantage. No, at advantage doesn't mean you get to add so all nine. those numbers together. Okay. Nine's still good. Nine still beats Sorry. Six. So, um, she says... Really? I play D&D. That's okay. You know, um, I think just putting your faces on in more than a picture that belongs on a milk carton is probably going to be enough for a pretty interesting evening and some good ratings yeah you might you you really might want to read this though yeah i'll give her the first page okay she starts looking at it i'd have to pass this along to one of our investigative journalists yeah yeah how about you do that is that okay can i make copies of these oh yeah can i come with you to watch you make the copies of these can he help you sure you you like xerox machines yeah you might be you might be a plant so i just want to make sure just no funny business. Alexis says, "Yeah, no funny business." We've been through a lot the past few days. I have a bottle of piss. Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't actually say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a mic, not a Tommy. <laughs> so Is there really much difference? You watch her Xerox some things. Um, Those damn staples in the copy room, and. uh you wait around for a while in the green room. Some people talk to you about what you're going to say on the on the news and all that sort of stuff. Then they start asking you more, like, 
covering their own butt type legal questions about like, do your parents know that you're here? Nope. Nope. You can't go on the air without signing a release. I'll sign okay. it. We need an adult to sign the release. I'm 15. Okay. Um, so we're going to call your parents. Okay. We'll need a ride home anyways. We live all the way out in Willowbrook. I'm pretty sure they're okay. going to have the police drive us home. But yeah, here's dad's number. Okay. 555-1234. Five, 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 <laughs> His name is Bill. Okay. I think he goes by William when he's talking to official people, but... Okay. It's I call Billy him Stevenson when he was a little. Yeah. Right, I'm sure he'll be happy to hear that you're here. Well, we did tell him that we had to go get Tommy. Tell him that Tom's fine when I got him. Okay. And tell him Do Jessica. You just want to talk to him? And tell him Jessica used a curse. You did too. Can't prove it. Twerp. I'll tell him to come down to the station. Great. Okay. All right. And she goes out the door, and you're just in the green room now by yourselves. Kicking his feet. And uh, you got it. Like, That's a very squeaky chair. <laughs> actually, some like pancake makeup on. I have to put that stuff on. Unless you put up a fight when they came around just to get the sheen off your face. Um, none for me, thanks. Hmm. Okay. And they some just loose powder, I guess. I don't really have much time to wear makeup. Okay. Because I work too much in a store so with how animals. Does this, how does this go? How do you want this to go? I mean, assuming the adults let us keep talking, we're going to pretty much spill everything that's happened to us without mentioning Lex. Alexis's name, without mentioning Lyle, and the fact that he, you know, kidnapped, kid, kid, kidnapped us, <laughs> kidnapped us, and all that. Um, so basically, like. We were we were hanging out with our friend. We found this folder of incriminating stuff, and then bad men kept trying to get us. We had to run away to Buffalo in order just to get out of town and get away from them. Then then we decided to broadcast it, and we can go and tell them about Art Bell and all that right, too. But a lot of people probably would hear that a scrubbed version of the truth. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you. Your dad shows up before 5 o'clock. Um, wow, that was a fast drive. Yeah. He cruises. But you guys headed <laughs> Police back. Police motorcade in tow. <laughs> you guys headed back um, east to go to the cottage. So oh, okay. You didn't get all the way back like to Willowbrook, but you got closer on that drive after you left the ham shack. Um, and there's... You know, the moment kind of where he comes in the room and you guys are getting ready to go on. Uh, Dad! In just a couple minutes. Hugs! He's like, they put something in front of him. It's like, can your kids go on the air or something? And he just kind of signs it, not even really paying much attention. He's like, goes and hugs you guys. Mm. See, I got Tommy. Everything's fine. We're good. Alexis just kind of sits over in the corner. Is her uncle still in jail? Probably. Yeah, I can't sign for her. It's just going to be the two of That's you. That's fine. I, I don't think she wants to be on TV anyways. I don't want to be on TV anyways. What happened? So we found a folder with a bunch of information about a secret government um, lab. We need the kids now. 
We'll yeah. tell them the story you can listen to, but we're good. We're fine. We're okay. We'll go home with you after. Hey, Dad, do you want to be on TV? Yeah. Yeah, I want to eh? be on TV. Yeah. Come sit with us. All right. Good. And he walks out with the two of you kind of on either side, and you go out and you tell your story, and it's pretty compelling and interesting, and they start flashing still screen some of the documents up onto the screen. Hi. My name is Tommy Stevenson. <laughs> And I'm his big sis, Jess. Recently, there was a media report that we had gone missing. We are found. This, this is true, <laughs> but here's the whole story. Your dad's looking around for the teleprompter that isn't there. <laughs> While playing in our friend's junkyard. No, yard. Uh, no, what, what, is it, what is it again? Just a yard. Just a yard? Playing in a friend's yard? Library yard. <laughs> Library yard. I'm out of here. We found... A file of 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 unredacted. Do I know that word? No. We found a, a, a lot of papers. <laughs> we found a file, a big folder with lots of information about a secret government lab that was doing really weird stuff to animals. And after we read this, um, <laughs> people started trying to take us. So we ran and hid. And we went all the way to Buffalo. Yeah, we rode a bus there. Yeah. After spending a few days in a fire tower. Yeah. And there's stuff coming up on the screen throughout. It's like kids were on Art Bell show. It says, uh, or like uh, conspiracy talk radio with Art Bell. And then it says like, uh, when you talk about the animals, it shows something about, uh, did the government create Lyme disease? And it has like a question mark on it. There's all the stuff going on the a screen that you can see on like the monitor on the side or like now, later if somebody taped it. No, 25 years later this we're is just, now actual news. No, we're just kids and I'm sure they're going to tell you that we didn't understand or you know we were confused or this isn't real. But it is. Cuz we've got the information and we've sent copies to Art Bell and they have copies here. Anyways, we're okay. We're not missing anymore. We'd like to go home now. But there's some things that are really, really wrong. Yeah. And we think more people need to take a look at it. And then you kind of have the interruption of like the, like that was probably also interspersed with stuff, but kind of at the end of, well, um, you've heard it here on WLVR. Uh, these are the missing Stevenson kids. Them along with the other child who name will not be released uh, now that the search for uh, them is over um, and they would like to remain anonymous um, but the the three missing children which from, tells what her name is yeah uh, uh, from Willowbrook have been found and um, it's quite a tale to be sure uh, there are lots of things that we will need to follow up on and look into but you'll have all of it here first on your local station. Hey, can they? Can you guys fax a copy of this paperwork to Art Bell? We've got his number here. All of it. Yeah, I think reception and stuff can take care of that. Thanks. All right, so can I have a Coca Cola? All right. Can I have a burger? All right, guys. Uh, yeah, let's go to McDonald's. Yeah, Big Mac. Sweet. Yay. Okay, so you guys wrap up there. Um, you go back to the green room, 
And uh, the police are there now. Yeah, I think you're going to be brought in and questioned quite a bit by the police. But I think after all that's done, am I being detained? <laughs> <laughs> what does this kid watch? I don't um, answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> And the detective <laughs> fingers on the bridge of her nose. Tommy, come on! Wait, is he? Is he? He's questioning me right now, right? You know, you have to give me a lawyer first, right? I'm a minor. Do we even have okay. a lawyer, Dad? Do we have a lawyer? I heard that if we don't have one, the one will be provided for us at no cost. It's gonna be a really crappy one, though. But eventually, after all the questioning's done, you make it back home. There are. Hey, Dad, earlier one of the cops pulled a gun on me. We might want to sue. I'm pretty sure we can get some money out of that. Tommy, I heard about this thing called a V-chip, and I'm thinking about... (laughs) (laughs) No, my hubris. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about putting law and order on on the no-watch list. (laughs) Dun-dun. I'm just not sure it's healthy, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) And for the next 30 minutes, we will bring all of Tommy's friends and family in. (laughs) An intervention. The The 10-year-old's intervention. Um, No. Uh, So you guys eventually get back home. For the next half hour, it's just us sitting here. There are uh, hearings and things going on. Like, but honestly... Even though you were in it, I don't know how much interest the two of you have, like, after it goes. But there's definitely hearings going on to see what's going to happen about the information that's been released and the things that were being hidden and who was involved and trying to figure it out. And then seeing that there were a number of accidents, whether or not they could prove that any of those things weren't accidents, you probably will never know. But there's definitely people being called up into the Capitol, and it's the big news story of the summer. Um, it's not just on TV news. It's also you know talked about ad nauseum on the radio, including quite a bit on Coast to Coast uh, AM, of course, where Art Bell says, that always, we were the first ones to break uh, this particular news story. Yeah, buddy. And it helped uh, lead to, you know, many more affiliates. So, um, for Alexis, sh- after getting her uncle back home, uh, she regained some of the whatever sort of normalcy that she had there uh, with him before. But she comes over a lot and hangs out with you guys. She said that she's starting to um, expand in terms of what she's able to hear from what other people are saying. She says now when she listens to the radio, it's not just when she's asleep that she shares their experiences, but she starts to get some of their feelings along with their words coming through. And she says that there are other people who call sometimes who are telling real true stories and they're not being put out there into the front. And she wants to maybe do something about that when she gets a little bit older. She kind of gets a little bit of focus into, like, what's important to her. So, like, over this uh, period of time, over the rest of the summer, 
uh, before it's going to be close to school picking back up. What's life like for Tommy and Jessica? I mean, probably a Pet lot store. of... I mean, yeah. I would say that, but also probably a fair amount of, like, paperwork and government hearings and because we're, we're key material witnesses in what is now the largest conspiracy, I mean, I can think of. Are you guys going and going to the hearings and stuff I mean, like I that? I imagine we've probably been subpoenaed. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Not to all of them, but quite a few. This yeah. story, so it's up to you what you kind of want to happen in terms of... Oh, that. man, Tommy's drinking it in. Yeah? He yeah. likes it? Oh, yeah, Tommy loves the attention. attention. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> okay. And by the way, if we ever do make adult version of these characters... <laughs> So Tommy's really uh, enjoying being on TV all the time. Yeah, buddy. On C-SPAN. Everybody watches C-SPAN. I mean, it's yeah. TV. Yeah. I was on TV. <laughs> he, was the, he was the loner weirdo kid that all mm-hmm. of a sudden had popularity. Yeah. You and know, notoriety. Yeah. Have you called Backyard Bell at all? I'm sure he has. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? How is that? If you've been at the hearings like how much of that were you doing and doing what i absolutely had to and otherwise pet store just trying to pretend like nothing happened okay and there's definitely plenty of people who come by to see you at the pet store like getting super annoyed at tommy for being like yeah this is cool shut up tommy people who were your friends before and are still coming by and seeing and people who you know try to pretend they were your friends before but want to talk to you and then some people who just seem to look the other way when you walk down the street like they don't know how to deal with somebody who's been through something like this so you get the full kind of gambit mm-hmm. of uh, things but of course martin's there whenever he can find you at the pet store and uh he's you know impressed obviously look martin what's been going on you're a nice guy i just don't like you like that oh uh yeah no no have you talked to Larissa? Who? Larissa. Go talk to her. I'm sorry, Larissa. Okay. <laughs> he turns around and he goes. There is no Larissa. A big grin on his face. Um, uh, so, summer's starting to wind to a close. You guys have come back home from most of your hearings, knowing it's time to sort of get back to school and you've got one weekend left uh before the first day what what's what's that and what's the end of our story for today hanging out with lexi and watching scary movies seeing if we can borrow the school mascot and scare tommy at night i mean (laughs) now that i have my public i'm I'm really too big for such small petty things (laughs) Okay. So you're watching the monster of Boggy Creek. Sure. And uh, afterwards, Tommy, you go up to bed and start to settle in and think, what a, what a bad suit, you know, what a, what a, what a bad movie can't be. Mm-hmm. be real. What, what's going, what does Bobby think about Bigfoot? Bobby? Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> 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 what does Bobby think about Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's clearly that part's clearly a myth now, but 
know, there are there are things out there that, that maybe we don't understand. Maybe it's maybe it's not really aliens. Maybe what was that? <laughs> no. Maybe it's not really aliens or Bigfoot. Maybe it's something else that went wrong and people are trying to cover it up with you know fantastical stories or whatever but I know we're not being told the truth all the time I know that my sister drinks too much she does not (laughs) Lexi get the ladder I know one thing I've been listening to Coast to Coast a lot more trying to put the pieces together (laughs) and as you are, <laughs> uh, you look out of your window and you see what might be a hairy, six and a half foot tall creature. Night coach. Walking down. The <laughs> do you say that out the window? Yep. <laughs> As you do, stops. The street light kind of flicks on from his motion. It shines down on top of him, and Coach Bedenson turns around and says, See you at school tomorrow, Tommy. And that's the <laughs> end of our, of our game, guys. <laughs> Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at D8 Night Podcast or visiting d 8 nightpodcastcom 